Welcome to the Rebecca Adahill podcast. I want to start off by saying that I want my name to remind you to go and live your life big, to take risks, to go all in and write one hell of a story with the one life you know that you have. I'm a seven-figure business mentor, wife, and mother of three, and I'm here to share my journey with you as I am constantly moving in the direction of more, more bigness, more impact, more wealth, more depth, and more life. My aim with this podcast is to activate and inspire you to go and live your life big in the fullest, most passionate way. I'm so glad that you are here, so let's dive right in. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Rebecca Adahill podcast. I am so excited to be back here to record another incredible episode for you. I I have to pinch myself. I I just feel so much gratitude in my in my life and inside of my business right now and and I've realized how much I I love podcasting how much I I love to be able to ex- express myself in in this way it's so freeing it's uh it feels so aligned and so good and I I want you all to know everyone that has taken the time to leave me a review or to send me a DM on Instagram I I want you to know how much that means to me and how much I appreciate your your love and support and for continue to to plug in week after week Yesterday I put a anonymous question box up on my Instagram story and I asked my audience what is the worst thing that has happened to you inside of your business and I had multiple answers come through but it was a very clear pattern of the worst thing that has happened is that I've put up multiple offers to my audience and no one has purchased. No one has bought my offers and I have no clients. That was a very common answer. So that is actually the conversation that I want to have with you today and maybe get a bit of an insight of just to explore, to see what's going on for you and maybe why people aren't snapping up your offers. So the way I want to kick off this conversation today is the first thing that I look at when it comes to offer creation, when it comes to selling, there are, there are two sides to this. There's strategy side and there's a side of energetics and, and we're going we're gonna to touch on both of those today. But before we even dive into those things, the first thing that I look at before I even put an offer out to the world is that I ask myself, first of all, do I feel excited to talk about this offer? Does this offer feel aligned for me? Another question that I ask myself is, does this align with the thing that I want to be known for? Because it's so easy to just follow the path that we've always been on without actually stopping to check in to go, you know what, how am I feeling about this offer? Am I really excited about this? Or 
did I launch it in the past and I'm launching again and I'm just hoping for a good outcome but I'm not really that excited anymore like are you really excited about the offer and be really honest here because every time that you are not that is often when it will come crumbling when you are inside of a launch and then you will start to backtrack and start to feel oh maybe this actually doesn't feel aligned something feels off and my body is resisting talking about it and you just feel a lot of resistance and that can show up in a lot of different ways so that's the first thing we want to make sure that this offer feels really juicy and aligned for you when you're like yep tick tick i'm feeling really good here now the second part to this is that I actually go into and a mistake that I see happening so frequently is that we start selling before we have done a good enough job on the marketing side. That we, we start marketing when we are in selling mode and then we are wondering why selling feels a little bit icky and awkward that I always say to my clients, the most important time is actually the time when you are not selling. When you are being the embodiment of your work, when you are serving your clients, when you are marketing your business, but what tends to happen over and over again is that, yes, we want money, we want impact, we want clients, so we start selling straight away, but people are not ready to be sold to yet. So what happens is that your audience will start to put their walls up because they feel really uncomfortable because they just like, wow, where did she come from? She just keeps selling and selling and selling. There is actually no serving. So before we actually start to look at why your offers aren't selling, we want to look at your marketing piece and to see, have you done a, done a good enough job on the marketing side first? And when you can wholeheartedly say, that when you are not in selling mode, you are still providing as much value as you would when you are inside of a launch. So what we want to look at here is like we want to make sure that the times in between when you are not in launch, we want to make sure that that feels really solid and anchored for you. So when you do drop an offer, it becomes an obvious choice and they are already good to go. So you actually won't feel like, like you are selling when you're in selling mode because you have already, quote unquote, been selling when you've been marketing your business. So every time you feel, oh, I feel icky around selling or this feel, it feels icky and pushy and it's probably because it is. But if you can show and if you can prove and if you can build that credibility and that authority with your audience, when you do drop an offer, they've already made up their mind. They know that you are their person. Another thing that I think is really important is that you decide what you want your launch to look like. Now, do you, want, do you prefer a longer launch? Do you prefer a shorter launch? Do you prefer somewhere in between? Do you like speaking about it consistently every single day? Or do you prefer a cluster launch where you're, you're on for a few days and then you lean back and don't speak about it and then you back on and then you back off? That's how my energy works when I'm inside of a launch. 
I don't like the, the feeling of holding the energy for four or five weeks when I'm inside of a launch. That feels like I'm actually physically like holding something and that feels heavy for me. What feels good is that I'm working in with alignment with my energy so I can go really hard for three or four days and speak about it and then I lean back out and then I'm in and then I'm out. That is what works really well for my energy. So I think what's really important when we're inside of a launch is that we, we do something that feels really nourishing and good for, for our own energy. Because the responsibility to be excited about your offer, that responsibility is on you. Where I see over and over again, we are waiting for our audience to jump and be all excited about your offer when that excitement should actually come from you. So you need to be the excitement of your offer and not to wait for your audience so you get that, that validation of, from your audience to be excited for you and then you become excited. That it's your job throughout the whole launch to be excited about the thing that you are launching up until the day you start that program. Say it's a program that you're launching. It is your responsibility to hold that excitement all along. But what I'm seeing happening over and over again is that we launch something and then we sit back and then we wait for our audience to tell us how awesome the offer looks and, and how excited they are and then we get excited. And that is, is you giving away all of the control to your audience to actually like run your emotions like a puppet that you are just sitting there waiting for them to get excited and then that gives you permission to be excited where actually you're the one res that's responsible for holding the excitement throughout. And this is why it's so important that you are actually excited about your offer. Now, when it comes to the strategy side of things, and, and this is going to be a, a conversation for, for another time, but what I think is really important when it comes to, to your strategy and, and the, the beautiful thing about having a structure when you go into your launch, because once your perhaps your mind is starting to play tricks on you or when you are not getting the, perhaps the outcome that you've been hoping for, it's easy to start to feel really wobbly inside of your launch. Yeah. And maybe you are not speaking about it as much. Maybe you are not getting as excited. So what's really key is to support you potentially going into a wobble. What's going to happen if you do that is that your nervous system is going to feel really safe, really grounded, really anchored inside of the launch. So I want you to see the strategy as a beautiful foundation around you that you can lean on when you're inside of a launch. Briefly, what I want to touch on in this episode is making sure that the, this makes sense from a client journey perspective, looking at does this fit in with your full client journey from start to finish? Where does this kind of offer slide in in, in in your offer tier? And then when we are looking at the actual strategy in terms of marketing your business, I want you to get a bit creative. If you are just popping a graphic up on your Instagram story and, and that's it, like if that's working for you, do that and that's great. But if that is not working for you, I want to invite you to pop your CEO hat on and to go, have I done everything that I possibly can to get my offer out to the world? What have you done to make sure that every single person knows about this? 
Because if you are anchored into your movement, if you know that this offer is actually going to help the people that you are here to serve, it is your responsibility to do everything that you can to get your message out there, not to think that people know about your offering because they've seen it on your Instagram story once. So it's about repeating your message over and over again because as you would know, people are so distracted. I know this this offer, it's front of mind for you, but it's actually not front of mind for them. That you are like a 15-second story in their 24-hour day. Like they see that, maybe with the sound off, and then they, they scroll past and then they think about something else. So it is our responsibility inside of the strategy side of things to be consistent, to continue to repeat that offer over and over and over and over and over again until we launch it. And we're doing that as an opportunity. I always make this reference. I want you to treat it as like a, um, a cheese platter at, at a house party. Maybe you are not taking a, a bicky and cheese every single time someone offers to you, but if they keep walking around the house and then they offer all of the guests to have, to have a bite to eat, maybe there will come a time where they say yes, but if they just walk around the house once and never come back out again, people are not going to eat because maybe they said no the first time, but maybe they're going to say yes the second or the third or the fourth time. So it, it's actually our responsibility to continue to repeat um, our offering and repeat that message over and over again. And it's not because we are forcing people to buy, but we are giving them an opportunity to do so. And I'm wanting to take notice of the language that I'm using there because we can actually not control the actions other people take. But we, we need to look at, which is my next point, the thing that we can control. So when you are inside of a launch, what are some of the things you can control? You can control how many times you promote the offer. You can control on what platforms you promote the offer. You can control in what light you speak about it. You can control... Um, if this is a, a perfect fit to, to upsell to the clients that you already have, you, you can decide the, the foundational work in terms of the groundwork you do beforehand, before you've even launched your offer. There are all things that you can control. The other thing you can also control, which is probably the most important thing, is who you be throughout that launch. And it's something about leaving your name in the hat throughout that launch. Because what tends to happen if people don't sign up straight away, you start to doubt, is this offer good enough? Am I good enough? See, I told you no one wanted to sign up. Yeah, maybe I'm not good enough. See, yeah, no, this is too expensive. I'm going to start to lower my prices. And that is a spiral. And then we continue on that path and we continue to discount and then we do this. And then the whole launch just turns really icky and awkward. And that is because you feel really icky and awkward. So it's about deciding beforehand who you be. And this is why the embodiment of your offer is really important and actually know that you know that you can serve your people. And if you truly believe that, it is your duty to repeat that message over and over again. 
So when we are looking at the side of energetics now, you know that you cannot control how many people will sign up to your offer. But you know that who you be matters. You know that your frequency matters. You know that your mindset matters. And I actually want you to see this part. When I say that you are responsible, see that as a way of taking your power back. That we are actually not giving the power away. We are not letting anyone else control how we should feel. That you are in full control over the things you can control inside of your launch. So the things that you can't control, you don't try to control them. And when you really let that land for you, the level of detachment that actually happens is so freeing, which means that you can stand firmly and say, I am going to do everything that I can to make this launch as successful as possible. But I am trusting that the right people will move themselves into my world. They will lead themselves into my world. I know that is not my job. It is not your job to convince, to try and pressure people, to try and push people, just to have that convincing energy. But it is your responsibility to shout your offer out to the world and say at the day of the launch to say, you know what, I did everything that I possibly could inside of that launch. So maybe check in with yourself right now and look back at previous launches that maybe not have gone to the way you had hoped. Were you embodied? Did you have a solid strategy in terms of that foundation to actually support your nervous system inside of that launch? Did you do everything that you can to get your message out there? And also the work leading up to the launch in terms of the pre-work and the conditioning of your audience, did you do a good enough job there? Because every time you fall into selling too early, people are going to put their walls up and they're not going to buy from you. So actually, before we start talking about selling, before we start talking about creating offers, we want to market first and to actually show people that we know what we are talking about, that we are the embodiment of our work. And if we just keep, continue this beautiful dance of being the embodiment and just serving and connecting and, and showing people that, that we are a safe bet, that we, we show them, we give them the certainty that they are looking for. And every time people don't move, it's because they don't feel certain about you. So ask yourself the question, how can you bring a level of certainty to actually support them when they are in the buying um, process of, of considering coming into your world? What can you do to support them when they are making their decision? Not convince them. What can you do to support them? And that is to continue to, to water your own flowers, to water your own grass and continue to be the light, con- to continue to be the embodiment, to continue to be the authority in your field. There are all the things that you can control and I promise you the level of atta- detachment that you feel in that moment and when you can just completely own who you are, knowing that the things that you currently control is good enough 
that is one hell of a magnetic frequency to be in and people will move into your world because of that not because of you trying to convince them not because of you trying to lower the prices for your programs over and over again it's because of you and because they feel a level of trust because they feel the certainty because they feel the embodiment because they want to be a part of your world they want to be a part of your frequency they want to be a part of your energy And the last thing I want to leave you with today, would you invest in you? Would you pick yourself to be the person to take you through that particular offer? And if the answer is no, then, you know, look at yourself with a lot of love and compassion, but maybe there is a bit of integrity work that needs to be done here because if you are not doing it for yourself first how can you possibly do it for some for someone else and when we actually learn and when we are okay to see parts of ourselves that they may be um seen as uncomfortable or when we need to see parts of ourselves that we may not be proud of when we feel like we're not in alignment or in embodiment or in integrity just treat that as a way to to actually course correct and treat it as a way to to check in with yourself to do better and to pivot and make that change so that you can fully show up to be in your element to be in your bigness to be in your embodiment so you actually don't feel like there is any part of your launch that actually feels like a push that, that, that feels like it's, it's hard, that feels like it's icky because it actually gets to feel so effortless and so aligned. But I think it all starts and ends with, with you. And that's the reality of it. I hope today's episode resonated with you, that you got some golden nuggets that you can sit with, that you can ponder on um, and really allowing yourself to put your own CEO hat on and to really fall into um, a solution-driven mind or way of thinking. I think that's going to be really helpful for you as well and just allow yourself to, to course correct whenever you feel like you're out of alignment and also whenever you feel like you have not done everything that you possibly can, make sure that you look at that because when you know better, you must do better. If today's episode has resonated with you, I would love if you could leave me a review below or if you can connect with me on Instagram at Rebecca underscore Adahill. I cannot wait to drop back in next week for another episode. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day, morning, evening, wherever you are in the world. Sending you all lots of love. Mm